0: WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon, Faith Talk Tampa online at LetstalkFaith.com or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. This program is pre-recorded.
1: It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind
2: Radio. Hey, hey, senior citizen! This guy, you my money, man! Stop playing with me. <laughs> Noah said, God said to Noah, it's time to leave. If Noah left the boat too soon, he would be in trouble. Because sometimes, if you've ever been in sinking sand, you could actually put yourself in a bad spot. God says, I want to tell you when to step out. from now. And if you made decisions and say, would I be happy with this decision, 20 years from now, you would make different decisions today. So what happens in the waiting room, we make poor decisions because I'm just trying to get out. And I don't want to be processed by God. We love the promise of God, but we hate God's process. I might only want to hate it. I love God. I I love the promises of God. But the process that sometimes He takes me through. I hate the grief class. I hate the long suffering class. I don't know what class you hate, but I'm telling you what class I hate. I don't like the patience class. But God is allowing us to go through these seasons, as James says, count it all joy. When, he didn't say if, when you fall in the various trials and testings, for the testing of your faith produces faith. I don't want to produce patience. I just want it to be over. So if God is allowing me to go through this season, it's because he's trying to produce something in me for a reason. It does not make sense. But God is trying to produce a fruit in you that would not be produced outside of him taking you through. And at the end of it, you have a story, a testimony, that there's somebody along the way, 10 years from now, who doesn't know what they're going through, and you're gonna come hug them and say, Sister, I've been where you've been. Brother, I've been where you've been. Let me tell you what God did for me. I was in the same spot. I lost this, I lost that, but in spite of what I've been through, I still gotta praise on the inside. Because, see, when I realized that all things were working together for my good, But in the midst of it, it don't feel good. I have to look at God in totality and not in the moment. See, it's more helpful if you can look through your whole life and not just your current situation. It changes your perspective on it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Imagine this. I'm teaching about Noah today, Genesis chapter 8. Noah gets a mission. Son, I want you to build an ark. It's never been built before, and I want you to take your time. Now, he's on a ship with no destination. Now, Noah really could have said, Lord, where are we going? Don't know. How long am I building a ship? The Bible says he built this ship for 120 years. Stop. Stop. Let's think about this. I'm building a ship for 120 years. Do you know what people must have been saying about him? Hey, dog. What you doing? The first year, the second year, the third year, the fourth year, the fifth year. Imagine how he had to get his mind to endure the criticism. That now I'm building something and I'm waiting on God for 120 years. Okay, let's say another way. He was waiting on God for a lifetime. 120 years waiting on rain that never happened before. So then you think, I said, Lord, it's ironic that it took 120 years to build the ark. And after the flood, you made a new command that man's years shall not be more than 120 took 120 years to build an ark, and now you made a new law that man should not live past 120 years. Lord, what you trying to tell me? He said, well, I gave them 120 years to get right. And if they're not going to get right in 120 years, let's just stop them and cap it, because they don't get better. And the Bible says no good thing within man out of us comes evil. So God said, let's, let's just cap it. So now we look at it. I think now of, of, of my Navy men and my Marines who are on ships for months. I wonder if they say, are we there yet, Captain? They say, shut up, hon, huh? do push-ups and start running. <laughs> Everyone say, but God remembered. Though you feel as if you are forgotten, God knows the hairs on your head. He knows the way that you go. And though it may feel lonely or you feel isolated, God knows. Now, not everybody's going to know what you're going through. But he knows. And it's working for your good. God remember Noah and all the wild animals and livestock with him in a boat. He sent a wind to blow across the earth and the flood waters began to recede. Hey, he's in God's hands. Praise God. Now, remember this Matthew 28 20 says this teaching him to observe everything that I have commanded you. And lo, here it is. Let's read it, church. I am with you always, remaining with you perpetually, regardless of the circumstance and on even to so when you feel that woe is me spirit raise your hand if you have some woe is me come on, come on, we all had that woe is me time woe, lord, 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 lord that's real understand even in that space God is with you for the bible says he's an ever present help In a time of trouble, James 4, if you draw nigh to him, he will draw nigh to you. His eyes are on the sparrow. Don't you know he's watching out for you? He's faithful. The Bible says in verse 2, the underground waters stopped flowing and torrential rains from the sky were stopped. So the floodwars gradually receded from the earth after 150 days says, uh, has, raise, raise your hand if you've ever been to the zoo before. Raise your hand if you've been to the zoo before. Uh, there is a different aroma. <laughs> Do I got a witness? Do I got a witness? Uh, I don't want a zoo. We had a few pets at our home. My wife is an animal lover. If I didn't live with her, the whole house would probably be a zoo. Uh, she loves animals. She actually wants a farm. And if I go, she'll have a farm. But while I'm here, we're not—we're gonna hold on to Phoenix, and that's what's gonna be. And we're just gonna stop right there at Phoenix. If if she wasn't here, Phoenix wouldn't be here either. So we're just gonna leave that alone right now. To God be the glory. I know some brothers in here under their breath saying "Amen," but you know y'all can't say it loud in church. Just just just, just keep be real quiet. Just cough. <laughs> okay, praise the Lord. So I realized... <laughs> What Noah must have felt being in an enclosed zoo. Imagine the conversations his children were talking to him about. Daddy, I think the elephant did it again. (laughs) Now I'm in the waiting room and I'm in the waiting room with animals. Now, they had some openings to air it out, but you know you ain't going to air all that out. Hmm. Verse 5, two and a half months later. So now they have the 150 days. Now we have another two and a half months. As the waters continue to go down, other mountain peaks became visible. So now you can see it, but you can't touch it. Another 40 days go by. Noah opened the windows he had made in the boat and released the raven. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, senior pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. People often wonder if God still speaks and the answer is yes. The real question is, have we tuned in to listen? God has not changed and him wanting to communicate with us has not changed either. Just like you spoke with Adam, God wants to speak with you. Imagine God giving you insight on the direction you need to take your life. In my new book, How to Hear God, He Still Speaks, I'll give you the keys to hearing God's voice. Go to my website, jomocousins.com. Again, jomocousins.com and grab your copy. God bless. Go by. Noah opened the windows he had made in the boat and released the raven. The bird flew back and forth, and the floodwaters on the earth had dried. You notice he sends out different birds, because different birds can do different things. Ravens are meat eaters. Doves are vegetarians. Based on what they brought back, they were doing reconnaissance missions. Man, the Bible's so good. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 8. He also released the dove to see if the water had receded and would dry, on, to dry ground. Verse 9, but the dove found no place to land because the water was still covered the ground. So returned to the boat and Noah held out his hand and drew the, the dove back inside. Verse 10, after another seven days. So listen, y'all, we got 150 days in the ship, five months. Then it says another 75 and another 40. Imagine you keep looking outside and you can't go outside. It's kind of like where we are in this world right now. As soon as you feel like we can go outside, they say, you got to go back inside. Soon as you got your mask off, us party over here. Oh, you got to put it back on. You got to put it back on. You got to put, put it back on. And it seems like you're just going back and forth. Most of us struggle with God-given dates of release not knowing God is just preparing something because it's going to work out for your good. Verse 11 says, This time the dove returned to him in the evening with a fresh olive leaf in its beak. Then no one knew the floodwaters were almost gone. Verse 12, He waited another seven days, then released the dove again. This time it did not come back. So he had seven more and seven more. Have you ever been on a plane and they pull up like halfway to the gate, and they say, be still. And people start unbuckling seatbelts. No, 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 no. We're not at the gate yet. We're not at the gate yet. Fast seatbelt. You got to wait. And then you sit there, you kind of antsy. And all of a sudden you're, ding! And it's like a race. Because everybody's trying to get their stuff out. Because no one likes to wait. Glory to God. The Bible says in Matthew 7 11. it says this, If you then, evil, sinful forth nature as you are, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give gifts to those who love Him? Keep asking Him. So, if I know... That whatever I'm waiting on, God's working it out for my good, and whatever gift it is, it's gonna be good. Genesis eight thirteen says, "Now Noah was six hundred and one years old on the first day of the new year, ten, uh, ten and a half months after the flood began." So think about it. The flood began ten and a half months prior, but it rained forty days before that. The flood waters had dried up on earth. Noah lifted uh, lifted back the covering of the boat and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. Look at y'all, verse verse 14. Two more months went by. So now he could open the door and look, but he still got to wait. He ends up waiting over a year, I believe they say a year and 17 days. And half the time he was just looking at the promise, the promise, but can't step into it. What was God trying to teach him? Hmm. Verse 15, then God said to Noah, leave the boat, all of you and your family, your wives and your sons. Noah didn't leave the boat. And the key point is, then God said to Noah, it's time. When I look at my life and most of my mistakes, was because I was doing it on my schedule. Uh, anybody wanted to drive before you were legally supposed to drive? Raise your hands. Come on, let's see my legal drivers. Come on, any of my legal drivers. You, some call it joyriding. Uh, I actually started driving at 10, stick shift. A long story, we're not gonna go into that today. But it was fun, like a big go-kart. Mm-hmm. How many of us couldn't wait to be 16? How many of us couldn't wait to be 18? Oh, the next one, big one, 21. Whoa! Hmm. Then you want to be over 25 so that you can get you, you can rent a car. Then after that, you don't even want no more dates no more. <laughs> after 25, it's downhill. You know, I don't even want nothing no more, praise God. Unless I'm going to get the benefit. And I think benefit starts at 50, okay? Hey, senior citizen, this guy, give my money, man. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Noah said, God said to Noah, it's time to leave. If Noah left the boat too soon, He would be in trouble because sometimes if you've ever been in sinking sand, you could actually put yourself in a bad spot. God says, I want to tell you when to step out. Oftentimes we make mistakes because we're working on our schedule and our timeline. I really struggled being a pastor. I still struggle being a pastor because you're always in the crucible. Please your family, please your church. Lose-lose. Please your members, please your wife. Lose-lose. And it's a constant struggle of losing. That's why a lot of pastors get tore up. I'm trying not to be, though. Praise the Lord. But it's a struggle. So this is not something I want. But God just kept telling me that's what you're going to do. And I struggled, sitting home saying, Lord, this can't be me. No, no, I don't wanna do this. No, 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 this this is not me. I don't want this, I don't want the persecution. I don't want it. And I kept asking God, are you sure? Me, Jomo, yeah, you. I said, nah. And I go back and forth, and back and forth, and back and forth. Now, 14 years plus yater. Now I'm starting to see what he's talking about. But oftentimes, when God is calling you something, it may make no sense to you when he's talking to you about it. But if you allow God to reveal it to you, slowly but surely, you start to see it. I got one wisdom you, key your steps are ordered. Stop trying to be the controller. You're not. All you're going to do is frustrate yourself, trying to control something that you can't control. Oh, I know you're a mighty woman, a mighty, mighty man of God. I know that. But God has a plan that's already been written. As Jeremiah says before the world was formed, I knew you. I set you for certain things. Now all you can do is fight my will. Your arms are not long enough to fight God. You're going to lose. So then I have to make up my mind that, Lord, I surrender. I surrender to your will. I surrender to your way. Psalms 37 says this, y'all. The steps of a good, everyone said, thank God. He didn't say great. <laughs> he, he just said good. Uh, uh, the steps of a good, righteous, right position, right standing, Men are directed and established by the Lord. He, everyone say capital H, that means God delights in little h, my way. Okay, so let's break it down. So when God delights in my way and blesses his path, so when God delights in me, He blesses my way and he blesses my path. And then when I do fall, because you're going to fall, he will not be hurled down because the Lord, come on, man, come on, come on, come on, come on. Because the Lord is the one who holds his hands and sustains him. I've been young and now I'm old, but I have never seen the righteous forsaken, know their seed begging for bread. He said, because it's going to be all good. It may not feel good, but I know that God is working it out for my good. And Isaiah says, those who wait upon the Lord shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not get weary, and they shall run and not faint delays are inevitable it's just how you choose to navigate that delay